and welcome to a special episode of Bible Podlets. I'm Buddy. And I'm Holly. We're so happy that you've joined us. Bible Podlets is a Bible study and discussion podcast for all ages, which works equally well at home or in children's groups at church. We encourage you to listen together and to pause the episode if you can, so that you're able to talk about the stories and questions that will come up. And to help you, all of the activity and discussion questions for this and all of our other episodes can be downloaded from the resources area of our website, bdeducation.org.uk. Holly, have you ever found something of yours in a place you didn't expect it to be? Uh, probably. I mean, there are children living in my house and they often put things in unexpected places. So I've been known to find toys in the washing machine and um, other things hidden in various places. You know, it's funny. Sometimes we do find things in unexpected places. And, you know, that gives me an idea for a game. Would you like to play? Oh, yes, I'd love to. Excellent news. Right. I'm going to give you a place and then give you three choices of things that could have been found in that place. But only one of them is real. Okay. And you have to guess which one is real. And and I bet the listeners at home can play along as well. Right, are you ready for your first? Yeah, I'm ready, let's go. Okay, so in the battery compartment of a TV remote, what did someone find? Is it A, small carrots, B, marbles, or C, what's-its? Oh, right, okay. I don't think marbles would fit in the battery compartment of a remote. I could be wrong. So I'm going to go for what's-its, because I feel like they could be just the right size. That is incorrect. Oh. Uh, The answer was small carrots. Really? Really. (laughs) (laughs) That is a strange thing to find in that place. Okay, number two. Between the middle seat of a car, yeah, what did somebody find? Was it A, 500 pounds, big wad of money, uh, B, a mini jar of jam that you might find from a hotel, or C, a plant that was growing? Oh, now then, that gets, oh, that's tough. I'm going to say a plant that was growing, because I have seen pictures of some really dirty cars so potentially there could be enough mud between the middle seat that something might start sprouting out you're correct oh yay <laughs> <laughs> yes a plant was growing in the middle of the seats oh i dread to think how long it's been since that car was washed <laughs> yes okay last one you ready what did somebody find in a bar of face soap was it a a contact lens, B, a really big spider, or C, a rolled up note of money. Ooh, now then. I'm going to go for the big spider. Because maybe it just fell into the, the salt mixture and then went into the mold. Okay. I wonder what you think at home. The correct answer is not the spider oh it was a rolled up note of money oh yeah somebody trying to smuggle it in in the soap there definitely were some very odd items found in those places 
So you know what? Our story today has an unexpected item in a strange place. What do you mean? It's our Christmas episode, so it's all about Jesus. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. We find Jesus, the Son of God and the King over all creation, as a baby in an animal shelter. That is a little bit strange, isn't it? Well, I suppose you're right, but there's a lot more to the story than that. Let's listen to our new story today and find out. Welcome to Road Shepherds. I'm Matilda So Wrong. I'm here in Bethlehem to confront a group of shepherds who have deserted their flock whilst on the job. Reports have been flooding in of low clouds following people in the streets, but they are in fact actually sheep. I can see the shepherds are, are now returning, so we're going to go and confront them now. Excuse me, it's Matilda Solon from Rogue Shepherds here. What are you doing? You've left your sheep alone. Where have you been? Are you trying to fleece your customers? Mate, we've just seen the most amazing thing ever. Tell her, mate. Mate, it was are class Are you having a laugh? I'm not your mate. I'm from Rogue Shepherds. What defence do you have for leaving your lost sheep all alone? Seriously, it would brill. We've been telling everyone. Yeah, everyone. Spit it out. The Messiah was born today in Bethlehem. Mate, it was so cool. Yeah, so the Messiah cool, mate. Was born in Bethlehem today. The person who will save the Jewish people and sit on the throne forever? Yeah, mate. Whoa, this is big news. But how did you find out about it? It were amazing. We were chilling in the field. Bert here was washing his socks. Fresh, mate. Then all of a sudden, like, an angel appeared in front of us. Bright lights everywhere. Like them black right, lights, Bert. wanted. Well... We were all terrified at first, but the angel put us at ease and told us he were bringing good news and great joy for all the people that the Messiah had to be born right here in Bethlehem. So we had to go and see it for ourselves. We found him, the family that is, in with all the animals and the little one was lying in a manger for a bed. No, that amazing. seems like a weird like... place for the future king to be born. Are you trying to pull the wool over my eyes? How did they end up there? Well, they're only here for the census. The old man's from around here, you see. But there weren't any rooms for them at the house or an inn. So they had to, well, improvise. Yeah. Improvise. But the story doesn't finish there. The old man, Joseph, I think his name was, he ain't the father. God is. What? How is that possible? The mother, Mary, had a visit from an angel, like us, actually. And the angel told her that she would become pregnant by God's Holy Spirit and give birth to the Son of God, even though she wasn't married yet. He would be named Jesus. And to help our faith, the angel told her her cousin was pregnant as well, which turned out to be all true. Incredible. Well, 
I must say, I'm going to uh, going to let you off on this occasion, but only if you tell me where to find them. That's all for me on Rogue Shepherds. Turns out they're not so rogue after all. So you want to go down there and take a right back past the Greggs? Sausage rolls. What an incredible news story. We're going to talk together about what we've heard and ask some questions. And we'd encourage you to pause the podcast if you can and talk about your answers together. Now, to set the scene, we need to introduce you to the main characters, Mary and Joseph. Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph and they were going to start a family together. Joseph was a carpenter. He made things from wood. But more importantly, he was a descendant of King David. That means that King David was Joseph's great, 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 great. Do we need to go through them all, buddy? Great, 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 great. Buddy, come on. We don't have all day. Just say how many greats. Uh, Okay. According to the list in Luke chapter 3, it has 38 greats. See, that was much quicker, wasn't it? Yeah, but less fun. (laughs) Anyway. Mary and Joseph were living in Galilee, and suddenly, Mary gets a visitor. But not an ordinary one. It was an angel called Gabriel. Mary was shocked. The angel greeted her and said not to be afraid because she had found favour with God. The angel went on to say that Mary would conceive and give birth to a son called Jesus, who would become king over all of God's people. Mary was confused and asked how this would happen. She wasn't even married yet. But the angel said that God's Holy Spirit would make her pregnant and her son would be known as the Son of God. We've arrived at our first question for today. How did the angel convince Mary of all that was happening? The question again, how did the angel convince Mary of all that was happening? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to carry on. Mary became sure of what she had heard because the angel also told her that her cousin Elizabeth was expecting a baby too and no word from God would ever fail. She decided to visit her cousin and sure enough, she was pregnant. After Mary had visited Elizabeth and her family, Mary and Joseph traveled from their home in Nazareth in Galilee to the town of Bethlehem in Judea. We've quickly arrived at our next question. Why did Mary and Joseph go to Bethlehem? The question again, why did Mary and Joseph go to Bethlehem? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to continue. Mary and Joseph went to Bethlehem because the Roman ruler, Caesar Augustus, had ordered everyone to return to the place where they were born for a census. A census is when all of the people in a land are officially counted. Because Joseph was from Bethlehem, Mary also had to go there to be counted because they were a family. They travelled 90 miles to get there and it probably took them between four and seven days. 
They didn't have a car either. Well, perhaps a donkey, but they would have walked all the way. Can you imagine the blisters? They would have been very, very tired indeed. And when they arrived in Bethlehem, there was a problem. Here's our next question for today. What was the problem Mary and Joseph encountered in Bethlehem? The question again. What was the problem Mary and Joseph encountered in Bethlehem? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to carry on. The problem was there was no room for them to stay. Everywhere was full up. Do you know why everywhere was full up? Why? Because it was Christmas. Um, it was because of the census, buddy. Oh, yeah. Mary and Joseph had no other choice but to stay in a room where the animals normally slept. I bet that smelt bad. The donkey must have had sweaty feet from all that walking. I'm not sure that's how it works. Anyway, it was there that Jesus was born. He was wrapped up in a cloth and placed in a manger, which is a trough where the animal's food would be for a bed. Jesus had arrived. As Jesus was born, in a different part of Bethlehem, a group of people were visited by another angel. What are the chances? And they were told about Jesus' birth. These people were shepherds. We've arrived at our next question. What did the angel say to the shepherds? The question again. What did the angel say to the shepherds? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to continue. The shepherds were told that the angel had brought good news of great joy. Today in Bethlehem, the Messiah, the saviour of the Jews, had been born. The angel told them that the baby would be found wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. After the angel had said this, Loads more angels appeared in front of them, and they praised God, saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven. The shepherds were stunned, and they decided to go and find the baby that the angel had told them about. When they found Jesus, Mary and Joseph, they saw everything the angel had said was true, and they left feeling amazed and walked around telling as many people as possible about what they had seen and heard. When they eventually returned to their sheep, They were praising and worshipping God because of what had happened. Here is our last question for this episode. What does this story mean for us today? The question again. What does this story mean for us today? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to carry on. The story helps us to understand that God sent Jesus to be the saviour of the world. What incredible news! Being a shepherd wasn't considered to be a highly respected job in biblical times, but they were the first people to be told of Jesus' arrival. This shows us that the good news of Jesus is for every type of person. Jesus' birth was even predicted 600 to 700 years earlier in the book of Isaiah. Before all of this took place in Bethlehem, it says in chapter 9, verses 6 and 7, A child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, he will rule over us, and he will be called Wonderful Advisor, 
and mighty God. He will also be called Father who lives forever and Prince who brings peace. It may not look like it from Jesus' humble birth in this story, but he came to us as a king and ruler over everything. The Nativity story also shows us that Jesus was born on earth for every human because he came down from heaven and became like us. So, the good news of Jesus' birth is something that needs to be shared with everyone. And the shepherds knew this too. And we should aim to do the same as them and tell people about the story we've just heard. This Christmas, we'd like to challenge you to share the good news of Jesus with someone else. It could be someone in your family, your friends, or maybe even someone you don't know. If you're not sure how to do that, you can ask your adult to help you. Holly, I am so excited. I just can't wait anymore. Can we open our presents now? Soon, buddy. We haven't quite finished recording this special Christmas episode of Bible Podlets yet. Our listeners will be disappointed if we just stop now so that we can go and open presents. Please! I'm sure our listeners are just as excited about Christmas as we are and would love to hear what gifts we have. Oh, go on then. Do you want to open yours from me first? Oh, yes. Mm, what could it be? Got this nice little package. Feels maybe like a book or something along those lines. I'll give you a clue while you're starting to unwrap that corner. It's something that you've previously told me and our Podlets listeners that you like. And it's also linked to one of the games that we love to play. So I wonder if anyone listening can guess what it is from those clues. Oh, I'm excited now. Let's have a look. What have we got? It is a book. Let's have a look. Would you rather randoms? A collection <laughs> of hilarious hypothetical questions. <laughs> nice. We do love to play Would You Rather on Bible Padlet. And you did say that you liked books, so I thought that was the perfect combination. Let's try one. Would you rather have a toe for a tongue or tongues for toes? Oh my goodness, that is random. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I'd probably rather have tongues for toes so that I could hide it from the world. <laughs> yeah, that would be very odd. You'd have to taste your feet. Oh, that's not good either. <laughs> Presuming that they worked. Well, that's a difficult question. I'll, I think I'll save these for another episode of Bible Padlets. Yes, definitely. Oh, do. Thank you very much. That was lovely. You're welcome. Now, should I open mine from you now? Oh, yes. Go on. Now, this is a big package. Um, it's making a little rustly noise when I squeeze it. And it, it feels a funny shape, so I don't know what it could be. Are you any clues before I open it or shall I just go ahead and rip in? It is related to something we have talked about in Bible Podlets before. Okay. Um, that you said you had never tried before. Oh, interesting. I have no idea what it could be, so let's have a look. Are you ready? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so the gift is a pack of six kazoos 
And they're all different colours. Oh, I'm going to choose the gold one because it feels Christmassy. And I haven't, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to be very good at this. I feel like I'm going to have to practice. What end do I put in my mouth? So you put the, the thicker end the in thick your mouth. End. And then okay. you hum. You do like a toot. You, you say like toot. Toot. Toot, toot, toot. <laughs> Why is mine not making the kazoo sound? I think it's broken. No. I don't. <laughs> I'm going to practice it, and then once I've mastered it, I'll come back and show you what I've learned. <laughs> Thank you very much, buddy. <laughs> You're very welcome. What was the name of the bands that we came up with? It was the Kazoo Tones. Oh, I'm going to start the Kazoo Tones. Yeah. I'm recruiting for members now. So you can we can start <laughs> the Kazoo Tones. We have the Bible Podlets in-house band. Absolutely. That sounds brilliant. <laughs> I'm going to have to really practice hard, I think. <laughs> that was really great. I love giving gifts and receiving gifts. Yeah, me too. But you know what? <laughs> We've already been given the best gift ever and that's jesus oh that's right buddy when we receive the gift of jesus we also receive forgiveness and love and joy and peace and eternal life and as we've already heard the gift of jesus is something we can share with other people too in fact i think i'm going to go and do that right now well we're out of time sadly but tell us how did you get on with our unexpected game at the beginning of the episode? And did you guess what either of the gifts were that we opened just now? You can tell us via our social media accounts. We are on Facebook at BDBE Updates and on Twitter at BDB of e. And you can find all of our previous episodes of Bible Padlets and free discussion notes for each of those to use in children's groups uh, at church or even at your home on our website at bdeducation.org.uk. Thank you for joining us for our Christmas special. That's it from us for this year, but we'll be back again in two weeks' time on the 1st of January for our Epiphany special. So until then, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas! Thanks for listening to Bible Podlets. It was a Blackburn Diocese Board of Education production. It was written by David Harris and Sarah Earnshaw and produced by David Harris. It was voiced by Sarah Earnshaw, Lindsay Wright and David Harris with additional voices by Andrew Brown and Oprah Gable. Bible Podlet is a free resource. For more resources, connect with us on social media, on Facebook at BDBE Updates, on Twitter at BDBOV or on our website bdeducation.org.uk Holly, have you ever found something of yours in a place you didn't expect it to be? Oh, now then. Um, oh, I probably should, should have thought about the answer to this question. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, He was wrapped up in a cloth and placed in a manger which is a trough where the am- animals... <laughs> that was a rather aggressive... <laughs> Getting cross at myself. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try again. <laughs>
<laughs> I, can't I felt the fury off of that one. <laughs> I do that when I'm filming myself for something and on my phone and I get really mad at myself and I keep going wrong. Right, let's go again.